So you've managed to create your dream life, but you're beginning to notice that something is still missing. You have the career, you got the bag, but now you don't have anyone to share it with romantically. You've tried the dating apps, but you're noticing you keep getting the same outcome. Men find you attractive, but for some reason, they never commit to making you their wife. Becoming a wife takes more than just a pretty face and a home-cooked meal. You've got to heal your traumas, learn to communicate effectively, and embody feminine energy. On this podcast, I'm helping you look deeper than just using external tactics to find a man. Hi, I'm Delencia, a dating and confidence coach for women of color. Hang with me, and I'll put you on the path to becoming wifey material. Let's do this. Happy Friday, wifey. So glad that you're here. Welcome to the new year. We are getting into a good episode today. I'm so, so excited to be here to help you on your journey of becoming wifey material because this is your year, 2023. This is the year that you are going to find love and I am going to help you do that. I am so excited about helping you do that because at the end of the day, when I look back at my dating journey, when I look through what my clients are doing, dating is so simple. It's so simple. The mindset drama that comes up can make it frustrating at times. The amount of patience you can sometimes need can make it frustrating at times. But the actual process of dating and understanding how everything works is so, so simple. And so for those of you who end up getting inside of my program, you learn all the ins and outs and the strategies and things like that. But for those of you who are showing up here on this podcast, the goal is to help you shift into the mindset to become the version of you in which dating is just, you know, effortless. You know that when you put yourself out there, when you are being social and you are doing those kinds of things, everything just starts to fall into place, all right? And so one of the things that I want to get into today is a big misconception in the dating industry. When I hear other coaches, when I hear other influencers in this space, they all promote a way of doing something that I have found can be really detrimental because it stunts your growth in a certain area that's absolutely necessary to maintain when you are inside of a relationship. And for those of you that don't know this, my background when it comes to coaching has a lot of training around the areas of mindset and subconscious reprogramming and confidence and things like that. And so I understand at a deep level, at a scientific, psychological level, how this stuff works. And so I want to share some of that with you so that you can make better decisions as you're going about your life, becoming wifey material, and attracting into your life the husband that is meant for you. And so this idea that I hear all the time, let's just put it out there, roster dating, dating multiple men at a time. You literally hear this everywhere. Everyone for the most part, tells you that this is what you need to do to find your person because otherwise you're going to waste too much time and you are going to be getting too attached, feeling desperate whenever you are not dating multiple people at a time and whenever you do not have a roster. Also something that I hear from women a lot is like this idea of, well, the guys do it. 
the guys, they go out there, they talk to 15, 18, 25 different girls at a time, and they don't feel bad. And so, you know what, ladies, we need to do the same exact thing. And that's not what I teach. It's not what I teach my clients. That's not what I practiced in, in my dating experience. And so I want to tell you a little bit about that. Now, for one, I do want to preface that I've always been the kind of girl that found it really hard to date multiple people at a time. I don't know if that's you too, but I would approach dating saying that I was going to date multiple people at a time. But as soon as I found someone who showed me the right amount of attention, I was like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> I'm focused on one person. Mind you, I'm also an introvert. So having to keep up with that level of being social and affectionate and just like all of those things that come with dating someone, I just really only had the time and energy and space to do that for one person. When it came to trying to do that, for I just couldn't. I just couldn't. And I'm thankful for that because what it forced me to learn how to do was to be able to emotionally regulate. And this is the skill that women miss out on whenever they try to date multiple people at a time. So a lot of the premise behind roster dating, rotational dating, dating multiple guys outside of just the time a lot of people will say, hey, well, if you date multiple people at a time, you just cut down on the timeline that it's going to take to meet your one. But outside of that, a lot of this is coming from the idea that whenever you only date one person at a time, you end up getting so sucked in to that one person and you end up sabotaging your relationship because you're kind of expecting this relationship to go all the way when really they haven't shown that to you yet. And so if you date multiple people at a time, you can kind of remain detached and let the relationship flow and grow in a very natural and organic way. And what I want to say is this, the mindset that's required to date multiple people at a time is very helpful. However, in practice, Whenever someone is dating multiple people at a time, what they really do is they do not learn how to emotionally regulate. So they never actually learn how to be satisfied with one person. They never actually learn how to remain detached or remain in a healthy mindset while they are with one person. And so then when they get inside of a relationship and this person is more committed to them, they are actually dating, actually an official committed long term relationship because they didn't learn how to do that in the initial stages they end up sabotaging the relationship once they actually get in the relationship which ends up be being even worse even harder because now you thought you made it you thought you made it to the point where this was a real thing this was going to go maybe not all the way but it, it was going to turn into something real and now you've sabotaged it because you didn't learn that skill from the get-go you can literally meet men every day, all day long. You can get numbers all day, every day. But once you're dating, meaning you're meeting up regularly to, to connect and to, to build a relationship with someone, it's so important that you shift away from having all of these men on your roster, having all of these men getting access to your time, your space, your energy, and you release anybody 
who you've only met and abstain from seeking out new potentials until you make a decision about this person. And this is because it will allow you to have that clarity. It will allow you to work on the skill of emotional regulation. It will allow you to remain satisfied with one person instead of feeling like you need all of these different 10 guys so that you can get XYZ from Tom and ABC from Jared and LMNOP from Pete. Like you need to be able to develop the skill of actually dating one person at a time because that's what you're gonna be doing when you're in a relationship. And where I see this really affecting a lot of people is for people who are more sensitive more anxious daters. I have, I myself had an anxious attachment style and a lot of my clients end up having anxious attachment styles. And it might be easy to think that for sensitive and anxious daters, it would be better to just keep your options open so that you're constantly getting your cup filled, you're constantly being validated from here, there, and everywhere. But when you're doing this, all you're doing is trying to skip the healing process you're limiting yourself from being able to fully invest in that one person in a healthy way and learning how to do that. And all of those emotions and attachments are just going to come right back once you've committed to someone, causing you to sabotage the relationship. That's what it keeps going back to. It ends up biting you in the butt. It comes back to haunt you, so to speak. It doesn't just go away because now you have dated multiple people, someone is committed, and now magically you're healed you're no longer anxious you're no longer desperate you're no longer super attached that's not how that works it's way better to learn how to healthily navigate relationships from the get-go from the start so there are a few different reasons that i've alluded to but i want to go deeper on why i really preach this method of basically going out there meeting people, connecting with people, but when someone is actually asking you on a date and you're like, oh, yes, I wanna get to know this person further, you pull back on other people that you might have met in the past because to be frank, if they were really all that, you wouldn't have still continued to be out there meeting other people because they're so great. They're doing what they need to do. So if they're not doing what they need to do, then you're going to release them, let them go, focus in on the person who is doing what they need to do and while you're doing that you're learning how to emotionally regulate something I teach in my program you are learning how to heal your attachment style in this process you're learning how to be satisfied with one person as opposed to going out there and building your roster okay so one way or one reason that I really recommend doing this process is because it requires you to cut off the dead weight. Instead of letting unqualified men continue having access to you, it irks me. For those of you who are on TikTok and y'all have seen the trend, like what are your icks? My icks about women dating is that you all keep men on a roster who have no business having access to you. They don't show up for you. They don't communicate in a healthy way. They aren't continuously asking you out on dates. They aren't treating you like someone of value. They aren't 
communicating and proving with actions that they are serious about you and want to build something with you. They don't have any sort of urgency to building a relationship with you. They te- they treat you as an option that they just go with the flow with and, and maybe they might come around, maybe they might not, and you are left in a position where you don't even know what y'all really are. Those are the type of men that y'all be keeping on this daggone roster. Why? If they're not showing up, if they're not doing what they need to do, cut them off. They don't need access to you. All right? Now, the next reason that I really recommend dating one person at a time is because it helps you maintain a life instead of dedicating everything to your dating life. I am a champion for being intentional about your dating life. But that does not mean that your dating life should be your whole entire life. And when you have too many people in your circle, in your orb, you start focusing all of your intention on dating as opposed to also still investing in your own self-care, mental health, your own social life outside of this person. And those are things that you are going to need to do to maintain a healthy relationship once you are with someone as well. I've seen too many times where a woman gets inside of a relationship and she loses herself inside of that relationship because she never learned how to build a life up outside of him. And then him valuing freedom is like, oh my gosh, I feel like in order to be with you, I have to lose my whole life because that is what she has done. And so she starts to expect that of him as well. I'm not saying that you have to be, you know, boss babe, super independent and do everything on your own, but you do need to have a balance of knowing how to be present and fully invested inside of a relationship, but also investing in yourself and doing things for your own pleasure and your own joy and knowing how to make yourself happy, regardless of if you're in a relationship or not. And this is also what allows you to heal more quickly and more efficiently if a relationship does not work out because you did not completely throw away your entire life just to date someone. You have other things going for yourself that can still fill your cup. Cool? So the next thing is that it helps you clearly understand how this guy makes you feel instead of your feelings being influenced by other men. So what I see happen a lot as well when you date multiple people at a time is that you are feeling golden in your dating life because this guy dropped you off flowers on one day and this guy um, gave you words of affirmation another day and this guy planned the most amazing date and this, that, and the other on another day and you're just getting all of this attention and all of this validation from all these different guys. And because of that, you don't actually know which guy is making you feel a certain kind of way. Like it might be more easy to tell in the moment, but If this guy plans the most amazing date ever, but he only texts you a few times a day, but these other guys are texting you like all day, you might not even notice as much because when you look at them cumulatively, collectively, probably the better word, when you look at them collectively, you feel great. You feel like everything is perfect. You feel like you're just, you know, on cloud nine with all of these different male suitors showing you all this attention and giving you gifts and making you feel special. But I want you to be able to understand what is this man like whenever I don't have all of that attention from other places? Am I feeling unsafe? Am I feeling left lonely? Is he great on some days and not on others? You need to be able to assess that. 
because that is the reality of what the relationship will be like and maybe you were talking to him initially and he started to be the the winner of the bunch of the guys that you were talking to but then once you cut off everyone else you realized oh my gosh we were lacking in some areas that I didn't even notice because I was paying so much attention to these other guys when you didn't do it. I didn't make it a big deal because I was looking at everyone else, all right? So you need to be able to understand how this guy specifically, in the absence of other men, is making you feel. And are you okay with that? Can you deal with that? Is that acceptable to you, all right? Next thing is that it helps you evaluate a man holistically instead of as a checklist. So we know all about the list, and I teach a variation of a list inside of my program, top three. But when you are dating one man at a time, you can look at him as a full picture. When you date so many people at once, you start saying, well, this guy has XYZ and this guy has ABC and which one ranks higher on my list, da 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 da, da. And then the whole time, all you're doing is comparing one to another. And imagine, imagine guys dating you and the whole time, he's just ranking you and comparing you to other women. And when we think about like that doesn't feel great to know that all he's doing is moving us up and down a, a virtual ladder board, letter board, whatever you call those things. I don't know if any of you have ever seen Dance Moms, but I used to watch that a lot. And um, on Dance Moms, the Abby Lee, the, the owner of this dance studio on a weekly basis, would basically create this pyramid of the girls and like where they ranked. And she would be like, all right, and this, this week, such and such girl is at the bottom of the pyramid and then because this girl performed well she's here and because this girl won her competition she's at the top of the list and that's basically what you're doing with men when you're dating multiple people at a time you're like oh well he bought me this this week and took me to this place and that was great so he's at the top and this guy you know he had a conference this week and he didn't text me as much so now he's in the middle of the that is not what you want to be doing what you want to be doing is looking at the person that you're with as a human being because they are a human being with things that are gonna be great and things that are gonna be flaws and you wanna evaluate them as a whole person. Do you enjoy them as a person, not do you enjoy them as a set of check boxes, okay? Now, next thing. It allows you to actually be available for the man who is serious about you and ready for a commitment. I don't know how many times I have come across great men who they meet someone they are into, but they have options. And so when they see you and they're like, oh, I mean, I really like her, but she wasn't ready to drop her roster. She was talking to this guy and that guy and da 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 da, and I'm single, single, and I was ready to invest in her right away, but she was still more hesitant, and so they move on. And then you, they end up going to talk to someone, they end up you know, getting engaged to, marrying, almost right away and it seems like and it's just because you were not ready you were not available for them to fully commit to in that moment because you still were entertaining other guys and let me tell you the male ego is real the male ego is so real when they realize there you will have guys out there who who won't who won't care as much they're probably also dating other other people and 
if they see you as a bigger big enough prize as a, an amazing enough woman they'll chase a little bit they'll they'll tolerate a little bit because they know that you're ultimately who, who they want but you also have some guys who are like i get the type of women i want all the time and if you want to go and let somebody else take you out on dates and spend your time talking to them then i'm good because I want my woman to want me and me alone, not me and also entertaining five other dudes. So I've seen it. I've seen relationships fall apart just because the woman was not actually available to be all in with the guy that she was talking to. Now, next, it forces you, going back to what we stated at the beginning, it forces you to learn how to emotionally regulate instead of relying on other men to help you detach. Now, I want to be clear when I say emotional regulation, this is the ability, ability to shift the way you feel. Shift from feeling lonely or anxious to feeling happy, calm, safe, and secure. You have to be able to do that as a human being, but especially in a relationship. Because at the end of the day, you are in control of your own emotions. And there will be times, even with the best partner, where they do something and you start feeling lonely. You start feeling a little depressed. You start feeling a little anxious. And maybe they did something that was just so outrageous that yes, they do need to do some mending and and come to you and help you navigate through that process. But oftentimes they're just being them. And so you have to know how to shift yourself from feeling lonely, hurt, rejected, back to your place of calmness, happiness, safety, and security. You have to know how to do that for yourself. Your happiness is not fully their responsibility. Although, yes, they will contribute to it, it is not completely reliant on them. And so you do not, be, you do not want to rely on being able to feel better about yourself because this other guy texted you or because this other guy took you out on a date. You want to be able to have a guy be busy because he's working all day and not texting you as much as you would like and still be able to make yourself happy outside of just going to get that attention from someone else because that is truly what you're doing. You're saying, you know what? When this guy doesn't give me what I want, I go get it from someone else. That is not how you want to train your brain to operate if you want to be in a healthy long-term relationship. All that's gonna do is set you up to cheat on someone because you're training your brain to say, when he doesn't give it to me, I get it from somewhere else. And that's not the reality of a marriage. That's not the reality of a long-term committed relationship. Okay? Next, classy women don't give access to everyone. When you are a classy, dream girl, trophy wife, wifey material, the best of the best, when you are that kind of woman, everyone does not deserve access to you. They do not deserve your time, your energy, your effort. So why are you giving these men on your roster who do not deserve it that access? Classy women, girls like us, girls who've got our stuff together, we're beautiful women, we're intelligent, we have a life, we have success behind us, we have all of those different types of things. We have men that look at us that go, you know what, oh my gosh, someone would be lucky to have her. Women like us, not everyone gets access to us, all right? So limit the roster cut some people off cut all of them off except for one if you're really going to follow this method because they if they aren't doing what they need to do they shouldn't be there all right and 
like I mentioned before, I alluded to this, my last reason is that alpha men aren't fighting over women. Men who are really the top of the line, they aren't like, please like me instead of liking him. They're like, oh, you want to talk to him? Go for it. Cool. I'll go get someone else. Now, men who don't believe that about themselves, that they can have what they want and that they get what they want, they might fight over you. They might chase you, so to speak. But a man who knows his value, who knows his worth like you should, like you should for yourself, they're not entertaining women who are entertaining other dudes because they don't have to, because they know they can attract the best and best, and you need to know that about yourself. You do not entertain men who are talking to other people, okay? You're, atta- you're entertaining men who were like, wow, you're amazing. You're what I'm looking for. I want to build a life and I want to start building it with you right now. Those are the type of men that you are entertaining. Okay? I know that was a long rant. I know that was, this is probably the longest episode that I've ever done because I am all about quick and to the point. But I, had, I just had some stuff in my spirit that I need to share with you. And so I hope, for, I hope this sets you up for success in dating in 2023 and beyond. Hope not beyond in 2023 because this is the year you find your love. But I hope that this will pass on and live on past just 2023, I guess is what I'm really trying to say. All right, my loves. Now, if you're listening to all of this and you're like, sheesh, Delincia, like this is something that I never really thought. This is different from what I've heard. And I want to be in your space, I want to be in your energy. My clients are killing it. My clients are going from not meeting anybody at all to having 40 plus men lined up to come and speak to them because they're trying to get their attention my clients are getting into exclusive relationships within the first couple months of working with me my clients are attracting better options than they ever have before my clients are feeling better about themselves feeling more healed more whole if you want access to that so that you can ridiculously approve your chances at finding your love at finding your soulmate of attracting your husband in 2023 you need to be inside of a line to love which is my one-on-one dating and confidence coaching program i'm enrolling now so all you have to do is go to my show notes you will book a call and submit an application on that call we will just chat about if it's a good fit We'll chat about what it is that you're looking for, what it is that you need. You will gain some clarity about what it is going to take for you to be able to call in your your love, to call in your soulmate. You'll be able to ask me all the questions that you might have about the program, about what's included. And then from there, if we both agree that it's a great decision, then you will get enrolled and we will start a one-on-one coaching journey, which will last for six to 12 months. So if you're interested in that, book a call. Let's chat about it. Let's see if it's a good fit. And we can go from there. All right? I love you so much. I'm so glad that you're here. And I'm rooting for you as you are on this love journey to finding your soulmate. All right? Have a great one. Bye.